Christ on a cracker. That's a long time. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Uh, just like you have it in the show notes. I also have this. So, great. So, could we want to start the show? Yeah. All right. All right let me know. I'm when ready to we, start whenever you want. Let me know. When, let me know when you're ready to start. I'm ready to start. Uh, keeping it. Sorry. Keeping it one. <laughs> wow. Are you ready now? I'm ready now. Jesus Christ. Fuck. I'm going to stop. And when you're ready, when you're really ready, we're going to start the show. I'm really ready this time. Okay. Are we, we're keeping it 100 tonight. We are keeping it 100 tonight. This is the 100th episode of EarCon Pod. Can you believe that shit? 100 episodes. I do want to Man. apologize to all of our 100 listeners for my voice. It's a mess. It's a hot mess. You've been on death's door for like weeks. I've been. Well, yeah, that's true. But this is not that. Mm, this is this self-inflicted. Is Okay. Uh, this is this is life of the party, Nicholas. This is life post, of the party. Post life of the party, Nicholas. Right. This is the day after. This is Irish flu, Nicholas. Mm. Um, you're right, though. I we have been sitting on this episode for how many weeks now? Two weeks? Three weeks? At least. And yeah. most of it's because I had the well, plague. It, when was the Apple event? Because that was <laughs> what we were going to talk about. Uh, the Apple event was. You want to know, ago? and I will tell you September 8th or 7th, something like that. Yeah, so it's been three weeks. Yeah. Excellent. And um, We are nothing if not timely, which is why exactly. you catch all the breaking news here first for the last 100 episodes. This one, notwithstanding the other 99, we have a lot of breaking news to discuss tonight. Lots of... Okay. Uh-huh. Breaking news at my fingertips. This is Tom Brokaw. <laughs> There's an Apple event. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I did have the plague. That's why 100 is so far behind 99. But um, I'm all better now. Can't you tell? Well, there, yeah, you sound glorious. <laughs> you sound perfect. Sir. That's right. Um, it, you know, so in those three weeks, we accumulated so much shit to talk about that we're going to have to push stuff to uh, it's episode 101. So there will be an episode 101. Yeah, People we are not ending the podcast. That we would just go out on top yeah. uh, with 100. You are mistaken. We will continue to drive this podcast into the ground. We thought about quitting, but all the sponsors were like, no, 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 no. You have to honor <laughs> well, no, we were, No, we were like, God, I really like all the money we're getting from all the sponsorships. I just can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Won't stop. Yes, thank you, Miley. You're welcome. Um, so... Let's let's do the rundown. Let's let's see what news and notes stuff we have, and then we can get into. Uh, we want to do a little discussion on on Apple event. I'm sure. Yes. Um, we've got uh, a, an interview that people have been waiting on bated breath for. Yep. Um, and uh, and so there you go. So we'll do a um, episode 101. We'll do a, a lot of fall TV stuff, or at least a few shows here or there. Uh, I've watched a couple, but um, we'll talk a little Westworld on this show. Uh, just a primer because it's coming up, um, and then we'll get into the rest of the meat and potatoes of Fall TV on the next episode. I had meat and potatoes for dinner. You, I'm sure. 
you you with the Irish flu. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds about right. And like people called me back. Um, we as is tradition on Aircon Pod, we have sad news up front. Oh yes, yeah. And right. this was also weeks ago, <laughs> like a month ago. Um, let's see here, uh, August 29th. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. We lost friend of the show, Gene Wilder. R.I.P. Yeah. And favorite Gene favorite Gene Wilder film? Oh God, there's so many. Um, right, but I just asked you for your favorite. So my, it's going to sound really cliche, but I think my favorite is Young Frankenstein. Really? That is a little... It's pretty cliche. Well, little, little Captain Obvious. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. On the yeah, nosy. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, anytime that's like the, the titular movie that comes up when you search at IMDb or like the first page. Yep. Um, Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles. One of, one of my favorites. Love it so much. Um... The the movies he did with um with Richard Pryor, uh with Silver Streak yes. and See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Mm-hmm. Those were good. Um gosh, what else? I mean he's just He was the original so, Huh? This is just so he's just did so many movies, but it was so long ago, right? Yeah, he, he did a bunch mostly in the seventies. Seventies seventies and then and then some in the eighties. But uh yeah, I just I look at some of these films. It's just been a long time. I've seen some of them, not all of them. Um, Yo Gabba Gabba, I'll never forget him. And Yo Gabba Gabba, I loved him in, as Elmer in Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, in the Yo Gabba Gabba movie, Correct. I believe it's it's canon. Yeah, it's canon. It's still canon with the episodes. Uh, yeah, I I love me some Gene Wilder. Too bad. Where did he die? Cancer, probably. I think he had Alzheimer's, I believe. Damn. Yeah, complications from Alzheimer's. And the his, I think it was his nephew, who was like a spokesman for his estate, put out a statement a a day or two later. It was like the reason we didn't tell anybody that he had Alzheimer's is because he didn't want kids to come up to him and be like, "Oh, it's Willy Wonka," and their parents to be like, "Yeah, he's sick. He has Alzheimer's." So Mm. they just didn't tell anybody um, until after he passed away. Which I can totally understand that. It's not really anybody's business, but but he will definitely be missed. I love me some Gene Wilder. I miss him already. I do. Yeah. Uh, okay. R.I.P. So way to bring everyone down. So that's let's, what I do. Uh, continue. Yeah. What else you got? Hey, you know this show Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. It's we talked about it a shit ton over the summer, yep. and now we're not talking about it anymore. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it. You know why? Why? Because they have officially just, greenlighted just season announced, two. Just announced. Just announced. Just, just announced. Just the other day on August 31st <laughs> that we are getting season two. Uh, they gave us a, I'll put it in the show notes, they gave us a, a YouTube video with the titles of all the episodes. So everybody's like trying to read into what those are going to be. Um, but we've got a little bit of information. Most of the cast is going to be back. Um, some of it's going to be set in Hawkins. Some of it will be outside of Hawkins. Uh, is Matthew Modine? Uh, um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, there's no way he died. He died off camera. He didn't die, right? You don't see him die. He doesn't die. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see anything here that says wow. yes or no. Thank you. Well, appreciate appreciate the uh, attention yep. to detail that you but, bring. To every episode, especially episode I can't. It, well, you know what? I've been preparing for this episode for a while, and I <laughs> wanted to make sure it was good. Uh, 
that much yeah. is true. I do. I can officially tell you that we will be returning to the Upside Down, which is probably not unexpected, well, but that's good. There's there's so much more to flesh out. Like Barb. that's right. Where is Barb? That's all I care about in season two. Is I want to know where Barb is. Where's where is Barb? Barb? Where is Never Barb? forget. Um, and we know that season two will be longer than season one. Um, so right, because it because it makes a shit ton yeah. of money, and they want to make as many yeah. as much money off of that shit as possible, and at the same token, cancel a great show like Bloodline because. They feel it's not making enough money. Which so it's still, go. like, ugh, we've talked about this so many times, but the amount of attention Netflix gave Bloodline is criminal. Yeah. Because. It's like, we're not going to promote your show. You are going to do the show, and then we're going to cut your episodes, and then we're just going to say you're not going to have anything yeah. after season three. Apparently, there was a lot of rumblings that it, outside, you know, in addition to. It not, I guess the ratings not being as strong, um, which I don't really get. Like how that really affects. I mean, there's not like they're they're not selling ads, right? I mean, it's you're paying it's subscriptions, right? It like how so do you do they feel like it's do they feel like it's hurting the Netflix subscription model by having an extra season of Bloodline? Like is that what's is that the limiting factor by saying whoa 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 you made four seasons of Bloodline? I cannot subscribe <laughs> monthly. <laughs> like, I am canceling like, this subscription. <laughs> But I know, like that. Well, I, three seasons, maybe I could have. I, I could have <laughs> paid nine 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 a month, but I, I just can't. I cannot, in good conscience, pay for four seasons of Bloodline. Um, I heard that. I guess Florida cut their, I guess tax breaks. Ooh, ouch! Like all these crazy tax, all these film tax breaks, and you know, it's not like you can film Bloodline in Omaha or Canada, which is where everyone else. A films. lot of green screen. Yeah. So, you know, Key West That's is kind shame. of a character, so you kind of need it. Um, but I just, it's kind of, kind of bums me out. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, Stranger Things is confirmed. We're very excited about Stranger <laughs> Things. We love Stranger Things, and uh, yeah. So give me, give me all the eleven. Um, you're gonna get, you're gonna get all the eleven you can stand. Did you watch her uh, on Jimmy Fallon? I didn't. Where not. she. Uh, she raps Nicki Minaj. Oh, I saw Monster. that, but I didn't watch it. Like I saw the yeah. the it was YouTube's feed. It but. was epic. It was epic. She was so good. Not only even like Nicki Minaj. She's super she talented. Really... Yes, yes. Echo that yeah. sentiment. Um. So yeah, we are getting season two, which is great. And also, um, I don't know exactly when it came out. We talked about it before, but the volume two of the season one Stranger Things soundtrack is out huh. on Apple Music. And things to put you to sleep. Things it I use it to put me to sleep. It's it's very soothing, relaxing. I have put together a playlist <laughs> that is both of them together, and I put that like. on shuffle and go to bed. It's really good. It's so relaxing. I'm gonna fucking kill you in your sleep. <laughs> that's what. It, that's what it says. <laughs> that's the third track. <laughs> You're already asleep at that point, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, by that what point, it's just waking Aaron up. <laughs> I'm out. Oh Jesus! Uh, it is really good. <laughs> And then your wife here and Aaron hears it and is like, "What are you listening what to?" And you're like on? snoring. Yeah, I'm snoring. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Uh, so it is out. Good. You can listen to it, and you should, and yes. you should fall asleep to it. It's excellent. 
<laughs> Hurry up and fall asleep before it says crazy shit to you. Yep. Fall asleep quick. I hope you're not one of those people that like takes a while to fall asleep. Uh, not usually. Yeah. I, I meant that more kind of rhetorically, yeah. kind of like hypothetically. Oh, not for me in particular. But, but if you you go ahead and you can answer, it's your it's half your it's podcast. half my podcast. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. I'm an adult. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good, and it's all right. Stranger, so, there you go. Stranger, Stranger things. things. Get the soundtrack if you want to have nightmares. Yep. Um, watch the show. It's good. Uh, but I'm sure ever all the 13 people that listen to this podcast watched this, have watched it already. Hopefully, hey, if they have enough, if they have, Netflix. I was at a um, a wedding this weekend. Which oh yeah, family, family, family. or friend? Uh, well, she's a friend also, so family. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is that was the one correct answer. Much like boxers or briefs, <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, Boxer briefs. We we'll get to that. Yes. Um, so yes. um, I, I just wanted to let you know, sir, that I had a substantial mm. portion of our audience at that party with me. I had two of our really? main listeners there. Oh, the the family, the family yeah. listeners. So, the 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 nepotistic downloads. Exactly, exactly. They're yeah. required by law to download it, whether they listen to it or not. <laughs> we don't want. We don't need you to listen. We just want. I the do downloads. not care if you actually listen. We just want Cole the company does not really care if you listen. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they just, probably do care, but they probably care. But at the end of the day, in order to sell more. I mean, make more money so that we make more money. You know, we uh, have to show them the reports that exactly. show all these people. They, they the extensive spreadsheet. What they do once they download it. Yeah, once they do once it's downloaded, it's up to. It's yeah, up I don't to want to know what they're doing with it after they download it. That's that's wow. that's in their hands. So, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But, uh, I don't know either, man. But I just I just was trying to ride the wave. I know you are. Uh, so you sent me a link to a trailer to a film that I didn't I did? know was coming out. Oh, we talked about it, much like most things that we talk about on the podcast and you forget. Yeah, I um, usually forget. We mentioned it. We knew this was coming and then we kind of just forgot about it because, you know, nothing ever really came to be of it. Um, and then here it is uh, coming in this Christmas, right? Yeah, it says 21st of December. When's Rogue One coming out? That's not the same weekend, is it? Uh, I think Rogue One is the that, weekend before. Okay. Um, so I will have already seen Rogue One three or four times when before it, this. Wait comes a minute. Out. When is Passengers coming out? It says twenty first of December. Okay, so yeah, so that it's coming out midweek. So it's doing the Christmas thing, or it comes out on the Wednesday before. So Rogue One comes out on the seventeenth, okay. which is the Saturday before so, Christmas. So Eve. I will only have seen Rogue so. One like two or three times before this comes out. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Right. So Passengers. So. So passengers, Chris mm-hmm. Pratt, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence. They're good-looking people. I don't need I'll give them that. I don't need to ex- I don't need to explain anything else about the movie. Yeah, go, go see, see it. it. Um next topic. Now, uh it it says in IMDb it says it's an adventure drama romance. So, yeah, that's I'm interesting. S- super intrigued because obviously sci-fi um elements, they're on a mm-hmm. spaceship. They're apparently traveling to another planet or another universe or something something's happened to their mm-hmm. earth or their version of earth i don't remember i don't know what quite year it is but it's a year enough in the future where they're, they're advanced and, and these they're traveling far enough away where they have to be put under 
uh, hibernation or like frozen or whatever that's called. Um, sure. What's it called? Cryogenesis. Um, so they are frozen, but apparently Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence's character Oops. get awoken, get their machines malfunction or something, and they both wake up like 90 years too early. Nope. So they will never make it. Won't happen. To the destination. They, they will die. Um, and but apparently all this other sh- something else goes wrong, and they're they're apparently having to save the rest of their crew along with Aww. developing a little bit of a crush, a little bit of a you know last people alive and Adam and Eve or like reverse Adam hey, and Eve. Like they're, they're good looking Adam people, so it it'll work. It'll it'll work out. Yeah. So um, I'm intrigued. They both have that kind of dry humor, if you will. Um, like I don't know. I think it's just kind of, they kind of play well with each other, just because of the way that they're they're very sarcastic. And I think this is um, like a pairing that I would never have thought of, but when I right. saw it, like I thought, oh yeah, that works. I can yeah, I can see that. Oh, it's like somebody has very deep pockets to pay. Oh these yeah, two. these are two very expensive movie. actors right now. Yeah, starring Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, and. 150 robots. Well, there's actually quite a few people in this movie. Michael Sheen's in it, Andy Garcia, Lawrence Fishburne. What? Yeah. But they're, they're all, all frozen. frozen. They, they never sit there. Yeah. They just get yeah. a, um, what is it, Union Scale? They don't have, just Wait, wait, wait. Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne? That's what it says. He's playing Gus Mancuso. Is this Event Horizon 2? Oh, crap. Why did I It's Event Horizon 2, the Event Horizoning. The event has horizon <laughs> over the horizon. <laughs> this is post. This is post horizon. I don't see what's his face. Um, Sam, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. He's not on here. The, I don't Grant. see Alan Grant on here. <laughs> oh my god! Why did I not think of this is horizon? It's is event, event horizon two electric boogaloo. That's what this is. Wow. <laughs> now you're wow. not going to be able to watch it Blows without thinking mind. about it. Blows my mind. Mind blown. So, watch the trailer for Passengers. It's in the show notes. Um, YouTube it. Looks interesting. Um, Like I said, I'm not a good judge for both now and once I see it of the the quality of this film. Just because... Yeah, we're going to be very biased. I'm very biased with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. um, So, that this will probably be a nice little uh, little Christmas flick. Yeah, it will. I'll take the misses, too. Do it. Yeah, okay. I'll tell my wife it's a romance, not a sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. Well, if I it's tell my wife, I tell my wife Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, she'll be in. Yeah, exactly. Cool, 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 cool. What's up next, Brosif? Next is Westworld. What? We're going to talk about Westworld. The show is going to be so fucking good. Okay, so Westworld is We've premiering. We talked about the show, right? We have talked about it. Yes. Many for many years we talked about the show. Based on the excellent 1973 movie with Yul Brenner. Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton wrote it. Yep. Michael Crichton he, wrote it. Did he direct it too? Uh, I know he wrote it, but I can't I remember. I Let he, me see here. I'm going to find out. Wow. Um, he did. He directed it. Wow. Michael yeah. Crichton, he can do anything. Well, not anymore, but he could. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> really, bro? 
<laughs> Sorry. Not cool, bro. Not, Not cool. cool. So, yeah, it had Yul Brenner. It had James Brolin. James Brolin. James Dad. Brolin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dick Van Patten was in it. Like, all these great old actors. Majel Barrett was in it. You know who Majel Barrett is, right? No. She's the voice of the computer in Star Trek. She was Gene Roddenberry's wife. Oh, of course. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Uh, uh, but Westworld so was really good. But they're, Westworld. They're, we're getting a series. So and it what? starts next Sunday. So, Westworld. 30 seconds. What is Westworld? Okay, so... Well, I can't do it in 30 seconds. I bet you I could. Five seconds. Okay, you do it in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, it's a an adult amusement park where people can go and just do whatever they want, and they get away, and they can. it's set in the Wild West, and people can be, they can have their, all their desires fulfilled. It's pretty much like a fantasy for rich people. So that's it. I mean, it's. It's the ability for them to just do whatever the F they want for the amount of money they're paying. They can be a sheriff. They can be a, a, a stagecoach you know, robber. They can like yes. hook up with hookers all day. They can drink whiskey. Um, yeah, but don't you want it to – wouldn't you want it to be like something you don't do every day when you want to be <laughs> – nice, like you wouldn't nice. want it to be like your normal nice. life. Well, it's it's like 19th century whiskey, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> But uh have you looked you know, at the cast of this show? The cast is fucking amazing and it's it's you know it's a testament to HBO is that they don't they're just going to go in and they're going to like all right we we know that Game of Thrones has a has a finite life. Mhm. We think this show has promise mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that HBO is picking this up and not Cinemax or Showtime. Um uh, I can oh, catch yeah. it all on the box office. But can yeah, uh Anthony can- Go ahead. I was just saying, can I give Sorry. you a rundown of some of these yeah. people? Because it's just Sir. ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, you said Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins. I'm sorry. This is America. Um, Ed Harris. <laughs> friend of the show, Ed Harris from The Rock. Yes. Um, Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> you said from The Rock. Yeah, from The Rock. Love, that's his most Ed well-known Harris. movie. Uh, the Truman Show? No. <laughs> yeah, that's good, but The Rock. Okay. Um, James Marsden, who I love. And we talked oh, about him man. for – what did we talk about him for? For MacGyver? For MacGyver, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But hey, but, here, but it's nice to see that he landed on his feet, you know, even though he didn't get the MacGyver uh, reboot. Yeah, and, you know, he usually plays, like, stupid, silly characters, even though he's, like, a really good-looking dude and a good actor. And I mm-hmm. think he's going to be playing a more serious role in this, which is good for him. Uh, Tandy Newton, Jeffrey Wright. Who's Tandy Newton? She's – oh, you've seen her in stuff. Let me see what she's been in. You've seen her in things before. Okay, she was going. in – No, just keep going. Just keep she going. was in Missing Impossible 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you remember her from that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, so all of them, a lot of, lot of big names. Uh, Jimmy the, the Simpson. Do you remember who Jimmy Simpson is? No. Jimmy Simpson. Let me. Uh, okay. He was uh, in uh, It's Always Sunny. He was one of the McPoyle brothers. Okay. He was Liam McPoyle. Okay. And I think he's got a pretty like. Like important role in this, so seeing one of the McPoyle brothers in Westworld is going to be kind of jarring for me, but I'll get over it. Um, but also, Luke Hemsworth, the older brother of Chris and Liam. Oh, nice! Yeah. And the best, the the my favorite uh, casting in this film. You left out. Who did I leave out? Evan Rachel Wood. I said Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I didn't- 
I didn't hear that. Goodness, I, I, yes, I did. I did not. If I hear didn't, that. I should be smacked. I did not hear that. I apologize. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is oof. She's pretty. Oof. She's stunning, and she's. It's interesting. She is going to play this, like the the character that's really discovering that she's sentient. So I guess that's the, you know that's the big difference with the movie to the TV series is they really tried to make it from the robot, like the AI perspective yeah. about what it, what it means to be human. Um, do these AI have consciousness? Uh, you know, the movie was really like, you know, the park kind of goes, goes crazy. So these people yeah. pay to go to this wet, and you'll bring kills everybody. Yeah. This Western theme park. And they're going to like be able to do whatever they want and have a great time and da, 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 and explore all their like fantasies and desires. And then like the robots that they create at this park go nuts and start killing people. Um, you know, great, but can't not something you can really drag out for six seasons. No. Um, so I, I like that they really sat back and and they gave it a lot of time. And we talked about the show over a year ago, and they really kind of fleshed out five or six seasons. They said of a show really at the core coming from a different perspective, not the um the what they call the desires, the desires which are the people that are actually paying to. Right. Go to go to this park. They're taking it from the host perspective, which are the the robots that were created, um, and they're starting to I don't know about develop memories or just understand their place in this world or what it, what who they are, and it's all about the struggle with their identity and how it relates to the people that are coming into this world and and they're them taking a stand for who they are against I guess eventually Anthony or Anthony Hopkins and. Uh, the other dude, the black guy who was in Hunger Games. Um, so there you go. Yeah, um, I just think it's I just think it's a really cool concept. Um, and I think HBO they've got the ability to make the long play right and just kind of yeah. let these things simmer over the course of ten to twelve episodes a season. And and there's a lot that you can do. And with the budget that HBO has, I mean, it's like the what the Wild West, the Western backdrop has got to look fucking amazing. Yes. Yes, so I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped about Westworld. It premieres this Sunday, which is October the first, second, second. Yeah, um, HBO. The night of the adventure of John Turturro's feet has finished, so oh we'll be getting uh, Westworld next weekend. I don't think I can never watch that show. There's yeah, it's there's some rough <laughs> moments. It, it was like, a good show. Um, it had its it had its run. Yeah, well, it was only ever meant to be a limited run. It was only ever meant to be one season. Sure. So, I mean, it was good. Um, it had some really good moments, but I feel like with that one, the the promise of the first couple of episodes didn't really pan out by the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it just be- by the by the end of it, it just became like a courtroom drama. Well, and you were and you had to continue. You like you were just watching it because you were. You yeah, I mean, it. it was still good. It was still well acted. It was just like uh, this isn't as different as I thought it was going to be. So, mm, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So Westworld. Westworld. I'm pumped about. I know you're pumped about it. Yes. And yes, um, yes. I think uh, I think good things are coming for HBO. Um, I am definitely going to watch the crap out of some Westworld. Folks. Yeah, it'll, show. Be, it'll be interesting. They've got their. You know, I'm trying to think of some of their other shows that are on now that are like our fall premiering shows. I mean, you know, because they uh. haven't really seen. At least in the last few years, they haven't really had one. I can't, I'm trying to think about like what shows they've had that hmm. would come on in the fall. But um, you know, a lot of their shows are like their comedies are like spring, 
ish shows. Yeah, you know, like Veep um, and you know, Game of Thrones has generally been a spring show. That'll be a summer show next year. Uh, ironically, because of the winter. Ironically, as it were. <laughs> so, well, you know, it's this is America. So there you go. That's true. Yeah, we don't um, have SARS here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, get it, you know, get pumped about Westworld. Um, I am pumped. Feel these nipples. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So Uh, yeah, there you go. We'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Uh, episode one on our fall TV preview. Yes. Um, and we'll discuss that along with (laughs) season two, episode uh, one, another, another premiere, another series, a Netflix series, um, coming the end of this month, which is pretty much this week coming up. Right. Which is, uh, Luke Cage, yes, Ugh. coming all episodes coming at the end of uh, the end of this week coming up on the thirtieth, I think you know Friday morning. I so, I know that that Netflix is making these Marvel shows really good because when I told my wife that Luke Cage was getting ready to come out, she was like, "Oh, we have to watch that." Yes, I was like, yeah. "You know, that's it's a comic book show, right?" Yeah, <laughs> they they make they're making good shows on television. Yeah, man. they're really and good. In, and in movies too. I don't know. DC, I don't want to talk about it. No, makes let's not heart, talk about DC. Makes my heart hurt. I'm sorry. So anyway, um, so that's Westworld. We'll talk more about that. And uh, now let's talk some Apple. Yeah, let's talk about the fruit company. So uh, what, three weeks ago we had the Apple event. We got we got new iPhones. We got. We did. The new iPhones were announced. Yeah. iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. 7 not and 7 Plus. markedly different. Uh, in terms of in terms of dimensions, in terms yeah. of size, yes, you are. In correct. terms of what, in terms of if you held an iPhone up to each other, especially you know, if you had if you had one of the the non black color ones, they right. they look pretty similar. Um, but the two black ones are obviously new colors. Um, so I'll just give a real quick rundown. Um, we got iWork collaboration, which I don't really care all that much about, like. Okay, great. Um, we've got a new Apple Watch, uh, yes. the Watch Series Two, which yes, I I think I know somebody who has one. I I am wearing it right now, and it is amazing. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's literally one of those things like you don't really need until you have it, and then you can't live without it. That's what I'm afraid of. Um, I don't even want to. I don't even want to look at yours because I know I'll just want one. I mean, it's honest. It's just. The little things, Nicholas, are just so like so unbelievably amazing with it. Just the fact that and I think a lot of it just where I'm at in my life right now really helps with it. I mean, like, for example, I'm at the grocery store. My daughter has my phone watching a video. So she doesn't like erupt in a you know tantrum in the middle of the store because I gave her the uh, tropical uh, yogurt melts and not the raspberry yogurt melts. You're a horrible father. So, so <laughs> she, so she's watching uh, a video on my phone, and I need to. I'm trying to figure out this item I need on the ingredient list uh, if we have it at home or not. My wife is at home uh, doing some work, and so I uh, turned to my watch and I said, "Hey Siri," and I told Siri to text my wife, uh, "Do we have this at home?" And she sent the text message, and my wife texted me back, and I got the text on my phone. Here's my question, though. Yes. Did your wife text you back through her new Apple Watch? Uh, you don't know. I don't know. I don't she could know. have. Does it matter? Does it matter? No, it sure doesn't. Because the answer was no. So, I mean, she probably just did it through her watch. Um, the fact that you can, like, literally 
I could talk to people. Like literally, I was talking to my mom tonight on my while I was cooking on my Apple Watch. That's crazy my phone, town. My phone was in the other room, and she called, and so my watch rang, and I answered. Why didn't the phone. you buy an Apple Watch for your mom? Because <laughs> I literally don't even think she wouldn't understand how how to work it. I, I'm. She's not even going to upgrade to the seven. She doesn't. She doesn't need all that. My my parents have fives, I believe, or maybe yeah. five S's. It's just. It's just. It's just the little stuff like that that you can. I mean, the fact that it's just ha- I have my Fantastical right on the screen here. I can look up and see what my appointments are, um, see where, where I'm going next and what I need to get done. Just at a click right there without having to break out the phone. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Like I was at I did this uh, recruiting fair a couple of days ago and I'm sitting up there standing like talking for like two, three hours. My, you know, now we've got these bricks of a phone, right? The seven plus. So it's yes. sitting in my back pocket. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking for like two or three hours. And, you know, a couple of times during that portion, like I would get a message or my phone would ring. And then instead of having to be like, wait, let me be super rude and pull out this big ass phone and, and look at it really quick. I just glance over at the watch and I can see who texted me or who's calling. And if I can be like, oh, I have to get this. Hang on just a second. And then like I answer it or I'll be like, all right, well, I'll just get that later. Oh, that is so nice. So, I mean, it's it's the, it's the little stuff like that. You, I could pull up uh, at bat has an Apple Watch app which is pretty awesome. And I can get the scores there, get the updates. Um, So it's just, I mean, it's, it's that you definitely like for a lot of things still need the phone, you know, nearby with the Bluetooth connection to get the the work. I mean, obviously you can still, you can go for a run and not have to have the phone with you because you can, you can download um, music. You can download iTunes playlist to the Apple watch. And so you can Mm -hmm. run with music without having the phone. And it's got GPS in it now too, right? It's got GPS. So that's why it'll save all that. Um, Yeah. So it'll, you know, it'll give you a turn by turn directions. Um, It's, uh, it's just, it's just very cool. Very well designed. Um, You know, I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more streamlined, like a redesign, but I get why, you know, it's hard. I mean, they're still packing a lot of processor, a yeah. lot of computer into this device. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, nitpicking that I want a thinner, smaller device. But I mean, it's for what's contained in here and how fast it is now from what it's it was. Crazy watch, how they've packed so much in there. Yeah, with WatchOS three, I mean, it is super fast. <laughs> you can AirPlay stuff through here. I can use this. There's a remote app, so I can use this as my Apple TV remote. <laughs> um, there's a skiing app that'll record all my skiing stats on there. Uh, Tweet tweet bots on here it was really cool. Like you would tweet me something, and then I'd see like the reply on here or the favorite that you replied on Tweetbot. That's cool. Which is pretty sweet. Um, you have Apple Pay on here, which is pretty cool. You can just like tap to the to the bar thing. And did I tell you? Apple speaking Pay. of Apple Pay, did I tell you that I used Apple Pay for the first time um, on the way down to Disney World? No. Yeah, uh, we stopped at a couple of um, a couple of rest stops, and the vending machines all took Apple Pay. There you go. And I was like, well, I'm not pulling out the wallet. Here we go. Boop. And I got myself a drink. Nice. That only took like two years, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Of course, so, my, my actual bank does not have, won't let me do Apple Pay. So I have right, to use yeah. one of my credit cards, but whatever. It's right. so, all coming anyway. out of the same pot anyway. So, you know, yeah, we're, we're happy with it. I mean, I think the other thing that's nice with the Apple Watch is they made it pretty much waterproof. I mean, not oh, completely, right. but I the, mean, it's like. The speakers kick out the water and all that stuff. That which is the most ridiculous, amazing design. It's so crazy. Like that, like that engineering, just just the, the concept to come up with how it's the speakers are actually the ones doing the. I mean, it's crazy that, it, that it's pushing out the water. It's really insane. But um, but no, we're very much the wife got one too. Um, 
we're very, very much happy with it. I mean, it's a, it's a cool companion to your smartphone, especially I think if you're ones that have or are upgraded to the Plus phones. Mm-hmm. It's really nice with the. I mean, I love my Seven Plus. Don't get me wrong, but that bigger phone obviously in some situations makes it a little cumbersome, and it's really nice. If I'm just sending a quick message or checking some email, I mean, you can get emails on here and and look at stuff really quick. Um, that it's nice there's short things like that I can get like uh, one password I know an app that both of us really like use it all the time you can you can get it on that you have it on the Apple watch and you can actually designate which um, things on the on one password you want to put on the watch oh, and then cool. you can have a sec then you can have a separate passcode to get into Apple to get into one password to, to to protect that but then like so if something really stuff I know like I need a lot of that I don't always remember you know, like Apple ID, if it's some crazy, like stupid, you know, Safari passcode thing, um, yeah. that I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be able to have it right here on the phone or on the watch and don't have to like go digging through the phone. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's cool. Like I said, it's a, it's a nice to have, not a need to have, but, um, you know, I wanted a, a new activity tracker. Um, it does that and, and, you know, still learning how that all works, but, um, but it seems like in the couple years that they've, the apps have really started to to progress with it as well and, and you gave some time for developers to develop some cool stuff like overcast has a really cool i know you love that podcast um app and it has a cool companion on here with the apple watch and you can download episodes to the apple watch mm-hmm. so you don't need the phone to uh to listen to podcasts or listen to music which is pretty sweet i heard an interview with uh, marco arment the creator of overcast and he was saying that like he felt comfortable putting out the watch app because that's how he listens to his podcast is in overwatch on the, on the watch in overcast on the watch when he's walking his dog. So he was like, yeah. like, I know that that works well because that's what I use, actually use to listen to my podcast. So did you guys yeah. got the, uh, the ceramic edition, right? Yes. Yes. The Hermes. <laughs> you got the Hermes, the, the ceramic with the Hermes band. That's like, no, $5, I got the sport. $1. I got the sport bands and and I love the sport bands actually. They um, looked really they're, nice. They're very nice. I got a um I ordered the silver uh watch with the white um, band and then I got an ocean blue band as oh, well. Cool. So that sounds really nice. Band. Um but I think the big I think the biggest thing that I just like about it is just the accessibility of having pretty much, you know, at least 50 to 75% of what you would do normally with the iPhone, you know, at your on your wrist, you know, for if you're throwing your your phone in a bag, especially like I said, again, you got this bigger phone. Um, it's not as accessible as it may have been in previous uh, iterations of the iPhone. You know, you can throw it in a backpack, you can throw it somewhere else, um, and you don't feel like you need to be around. You know, if you need to have your phone charging wherever you're in another room or whatever, and you just you can get updates and check the weather and look at your Fantastical and send some snarky mm-hmm. texts like um, you do right through uh, right through your phone. So I mean, it's uh, I think it's I think it's a cool update. Uh, obviously, if you're not someone that really needs that GPS function, which I don't, I don't know why, because I think that's a pretty integral update. Um, or the uh, like the the need to have more of the waterproofing, then maybe the the Series One is more up your alley. They're gonna it's getting the um, they're putting a new processor the, in the processor. Right? Right, they're getting the processor update. You've got a new Watch OS, and it's like a hundred bucks cheaper. So so yeah. It's a good product. Yeah. So one day, one day we will convince you. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure eventually I'll end up getting one. I think it's just, right. I think the, the big limiting factor you, it has nothing to do with the technology. 
or what it can do for you. I think it's just the fact that you were just you've been a person that's been conditioned over the years. You just don't wear watches. Yeah, I just don't. And so that's and the other thing that's is your that's your uh, that's your limiting like factor. In general, most days I sit here at my desk working on the computer. Right. I've got my phone in front of me. And my my Mac Mini, the screen for that is right next to me, and yep. like I have everything right there. And right, much different. Yeah, much it's different a really than different out about. I tell you, like, and it's honestly, and for me, who you know, just because I'm in the car all the time and I'm driving a lot, it's nice. Especially, you know, even though I'm left-handed, I always, I've always worn my watch on my left hand, mm-hmm. um, and so you're a it's not, it's something, right? Because I'm a weirdo. But I've always worn my watch on my. Well, you know, when you're a kid, you're growing like you didn't want to. I just never. You see everyone. You do things. You see everything like you do around yeah, you, right? You're so, I mean, you mimic what you see. So I don't. I didn't know any left-handed people growing up. I was the only left-handed person in my entire family, like entire family. Um, and so I wasn't going to be the, the kid who wore on the right hand. I didn't. I didn't see that as normal. So always wore my watch on my left hand, and so it's just something I continued. But it's not something one I will change now because it just feels weird putting the watch on yeah, the right hand. Yeah, you can't hand. change it now. Um, even though I was like worried that maybe some of the <laughs> scribble stuff may be a little more difficult if I was doing it with my oh, right hand. Point. But but for, for me, I just couldn't do that. The other thing that's nice about it is when I'm driving, you know, I've got my hand at the, on my top of the steering wheel. It's very easy if I get a text message or, you know, something like that, um, or notification or an email or something, I can see it right on my phone right here without having to like take my eyes off the wheel. You know, or I'm mm-hmm. having to lean down or I'm not picking up my phone. So I think it's a nice safety thing. Now, obviously, I'm not condoning texting and driving or any of the sort. Yeah, but, you should really you have know, your the, hands the, the at 10 and 2 also. I don't do that. See, I'm, <laughs> I I have the my right hand's on the stick, man. Like, my right hand's down down low. So <laughs> I've heard that. It's, uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't do 10 and 2. <laughs> um, so, so, my, so my left hand's up at 10, and then so my watch is there. So And it's nice if I get a message, then I can reply quick. I can just say, hey, Siri. And uh, and reply to the text message without having to even do anything. So I mean that that's so nice. So you know, for me, who's in the car a lot, who travels a lot, um, you know, it makes sense for you. Yeah. So and one day it'll make sense for you too. But I, I think uh, probably. Yeah. So, but um, it, it's it, I think it's it's cool. If you're interested in it, I would uh, recommend it. They are available now. At some point, you'll be able to get them. Uh, not on back order. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not on back order, we got we got iPhone sevens. We did seven uh, pluses. Yeah, we got seven pluses, I... and the only reason I'm convinced that the only reason that we were able to get the ones we wanted was because we were ordering. We were both got up at three o'clock in the morning yes. to order these phones. And, and you know, it's it's great when things kind of it just you know the end justifies the means because yeah. Because that was that was rough. I mean, it was particularly was rough hard. for for my wife and I when our daughter was going to be awake three hours later. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, that was that was a rough morning, but it it was worth it because I was we were able to get our iPhones delivered on that uh, Friday the sixteenth, and then we got our uh, watches um, just a few short days later. So uh, both both got iPhone sevens. My wife got just got a regular seven rose gold, and I got the uh, seven plus in the white. I went. Uh, oh, you went, I went white. Okay, I, cool. I went silver and white this time. I do you have a case on your? phone? I do have a case on my phone. What color is your case? It's white and gray. Ooh, I bet that looks cool. It's kind of like 
I don't know. It's kind of like a military grade kind of thing. It's a it's a thinner case. I mean, thinner is relative, but it's not. Um, it's not like a huge thick nice. OtterBox thing, but it's it's uh, it's got some substance to it. I mean, I need something that when you know my daughter grabs it and drops it, that it's you know <laughs> I know this is these are a little bit more sturdier and they're waterproof and da 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 da. You don't want to take any chances. But yeah, though. and I've got Apple Care, which is great, but um, but yeah, it needs to be something that's not gonna you know that she's gonna pick it up and drop it immediately and i just worry with that silicone case that that's exactly what's gonna happen is that she's it's yeah. gonna slip right out of her her little fingers so um yeah. so yeah i have a little i have a case on it so, so it even makes it a little bit more thicker um even more so it's nice with the apple watch i can just throw this in the back pocket and then if i need little things then i could just do it on the watch but um so yeah i like i yeah, like the white exactly. i like the white iphone it's nice i i bought myself a a seven plus yeah in the in the what they call black, it's the matte black. Yep. And did not um, go jet black. I, got, I did not want to go jet black. I did not go jet black. I went in the matte black. Um, but the the irony of it is, I did put a black silicone case <laughs> on it, so you kind of can't tell either way. But um, the the main reason why I got a case is because the the bump for the camera is so big that you kind of can't lay it down flat on its back. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I do. Like I set it down on its back on my desk all day long. So part of the reason I got the case was so that it would just lay flat. But also, like, I find that I kind of need that case to, like, help me grip it better. Yeah. So that's what I got. I also got the (laughs) – you and I were – I guess we were on – we were DMing each other back and forth about what we were going to get, and I ended up going with the 256 gig. (laughs) Uh, So I actually ended up buying – yeah, I did. I actually ended up buying the most expensive iPhone you can get. Oh my gosh! You went you but, went two fifty six. But thankfully, I'm on the upgrade plan, so I I can pay for it over two years. Or just or you could just turn it in at a year and just start. I could do that. I could start all over. I was I, at this weekend. I was talking to my mother and father actually about iPhones, and they were telling me how much they paid for theirs, and they got theirs for like a hundred bucks or something, because theirs were already like two years old. And they just bought, and I was like, "Oh, this one, this one retails for eleven hundred dollars," and they both like, like flipped out because, like, you know, it's a phone, right? <laughs> I was like, "But I got two <laughs> years to pay it, so it's fine." Uh, so yeah, we got we got new iPhones. We got uh, what else did we get? We got uh, we got Sierra on our Macs now. Uh, we got oh, iOS yeah. ten. Did I upgrade? I don't think I upgraded that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, iOS 10. Let's talk. Man, that that's yeah, nice. I had but, actually uh, been running it I'm, for a while in the public beta, but some things I wasn't able to do, like all the new stuff in messages. Like I couldn't really do that because none of the apps that had stickers and stuff were out yet, and nobody else I knew had iOS 10 get the message with the special stuff anyway. Lots of effects. Lots of huh? cool things you could do with the Force Touch. Um, the 3D touch or whatever they're calling it. I mean, I think I was ta- we were talking about it is that you know we use Tweetbot almost exclusively in our conversations and and it, it's given a run for its money. Like it's just easier to to get to get gifts and images. You can search right there and just come up and find some stuff. You can do cool effects. Like I mean, it's it's fun to, to message in there. You know, it's just kind of weird. Um, it, but but it's just yeah, it, it's easy. When they announced that, I, I thought, oh, well, uh, that's not geared towards me. That's for kids, and I'm not going to yeah. care about that. But the more I use it, the more I really like it. 
It's a lot yeah. of fun. It's, okay, so I just got a, a direct message from yeah, that's from that's my case, Brandon. Uh, this thing looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty nice. It's nice. For, I mean, it, for eighteen dollars, it gets the job done. And it that's has only eighteen dollars. Yeah, and it has a stand. It looks it actually really cool. And it actually came with it has a de- had a Deadpool color oh, too, but the they were back ordered. Um, but there's a stand in the back. Uh, it it's actually technically I actually uh, submitted a review on there, and I was I gave it four. I took a star away because um, it's technically the like an iPhone six plus case that or six S plus case uh-huh. that they just you know because they didn't get all the spec designs, and so they just kind of like threw it out there because you can see that there's like. At the bottom, they don't show a picture of it, you know, incidentally, that the speaker ports are, it's a little bit wider on the left side where it still makes room uh, for the headphone jack. Right. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it's nothing where it, it inhibits the design of the phone, at least the new phone, because, again, they're about the same except for not having the headphone jack. So, um, but they give you a ton of shit like that I probably will never use, but they actually give you like a tempered glass cover that I guess that's cool to have if I need it for something. Um, and it gives you a little belt clip or whatever. But just the the sh- the two the double shell of the phone um, with the stand is it's pretty sweet and it's it looks pretty it's badass. Easy, it's easy to hold um, and it was like less than twenty bucks. So I was like, score! I'm not trying to pay a hundred bucks for a life proof case if I'm going to have this phone for a year. Yeah, I mean so. the life proof cases are nice, but damn, they're expensive. Yeah, I don't need. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I can buy you know a bunch of five of these cases for the price of a life proof, and, and I have Apple Care, so I'm not. I just want something. I wanted something that had a little bit of a lip over the top, not a ton, but enough that if it fell down, that it you know probably wouldn't hit the screen. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, right, let me see here. The Life Proof Free Series Six Six S. I don't know if they have their sevens out yet or not. Is seventy one ninety five. That's the other thing. That's the other thing is Ugh. that you're having to you know scouring for stuff that's early adopt. It's coming out right right when your phone's released because we're getting them on that Friday. So. Yeah. I was limited by what was going to be available to me to be in my house before Friday so that I could put that phone in a case from from day one. So this was the price was right. The look was right. And it was available on Prime. So done and done. They do have a a blaze orange and like woodland camo one that I'm thinking about buying for you because that my last my last case was orange for like two years. I had the same freaking case. Was it woodland Um, camo on the back? No. no. Mm hmm. I liked the Deadpool red. The uh, yeah, that's cool. I like that. But um, but it was the red black was sold out, so I went with the white. Kind of goes with the phone. So anyway, um, oh, um, love, we, we need to mention before we finish sure. up talking about the iPhones that we no longer have headphone jacks. Oh yeah, no headphone jacks. I, so you have to either connect through Bluetooth or Bluetooth to the car, Bluetooth headphones, or through the Lightning jack with the included headphones that connect to the Lightning port. You just can't charge your phone while you do it. Right. Unless you buy the, was it a Belkin or somebody has a, an adapter that's like 40 bucks that gives you two it's lightning like, ports. It's like a splitter. Yeah, it's like a splitter. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I think I've talked about this before. I haven't used the, I never, I didn't use the headphone jack on my six for the last year because I may have burned it out. Um, <laughs> screwing around with the amp. Um, but, uh, or the, the mixer, that does that affect, does that affect the resale value of your phone? It certainly did not. Um, <laughs> they didn't ask and I didn't tell. Um, okay. so 
I haven't used a headphone jack on my phone in over a year. So like it, I, I haven't even noticed, but I mean, I guess a lot of people like they want to use their headphones that they have and stuff, but I mean, they put an adapter in the box. So, and, and I understand, you know, I can't listen to my headphones and charge at the same time. I mean, I get that, but like, that's, it's, it's not that big a deal. Like, I mean, you just plan a little bit better. I don't know. To me, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, it will be for people that don't have Bluetooth in their car. Yeah, that's true. That's the other thing is I've got a relatively new car, so I've got Bluetooth in it, and, like, I don't need to plug a headphone jack into it. Like, I haven't had to do that in, like, two years. So, I don't know. I I guess I'm lucky in that I kind of was already doing what you need to do to live without a headphone jack because I didn't have a headphone jack. But uh, yeah. but there is no more headphone jack. It's gone. It's dead. Gone. Dead. No more. No more. Uh, and it's it's rumored that the MacBooks are going to go the same way. I've heard that. Um, here's what I'm concerned about. Is uh, so the way we've got audio set up here it, for the podcast here in the world headquarters is I've got a, a line in and a line out on my Mac Mac Mini. And I use mm-hmm. both of them. I the line out is your voice coming into my ears, and the line That's in is my voice. Lucky you. Yeah, I know, right? And the line <laughs> in is my voice, and the drops going into your ears. Well, your lips to God's exactly. Ears. And so the MacBooks already don't have a line in, so I would have to use like a USB dongle for it into my MacBook. So I can use the headphone jack out to like send audio out, which is how I'm doing the drops. But here's my concern is uh, my Mac mini is showing some age and it might be time to replace it here when they update the iMacs. Hopefully in the spring. Um, but that just like the MacBooks doesn't have a line in. So I'm going to have to get a um, a dongle to get audio into it. But if they start talking about, right. and right now the only rumor I've heard is the MacBooks, but like if the iMac is also like, oh, no line out, I'm going to be like, really? Like, what do, what do people do when they actually need this to work on audio? Like, you're not having audio ins and outs. Like, I, you, you can only plug in so many USB things. I mean, I know you can plug in a lot of USB things, but if i have to have an adapter for everything well not if not if you have the damn the new macbook that only has that usb yeah, type that's c true. And, and then you need an adapter just to I'll plug anything thing. into it like you need an adapter for the usb type c in order to be able the, to use it for the, anything the one decision that i am very very happy and have no regrets about is getting the macbook pro over that macbook because i would have yes, been agreed in so many ways screwed by that macbook like the magsafe pulling the computer off the desk and the line in stuff. And, uh, it would just, I would, it would not be the convenient not to mention resale value in, you know, not yeah, to, nobody's going to want that. I mean, not that, you know, that that's the beauty with Apple is that most likely you're going to run that computer under the ground like you do with most, but it's the option that if for whatever reason you want to get a new one or you want to get upgraded to something different that, right. you know, that your, that computer that you paid, you know, 1500 bucks or whatever before it is going to hold a significant part of that value three years down the road because it's a MacBook Pro. It's not some, right. you know, run of the mill netbook that has this extra adapt. I mean, it's like it's for the price. <laughs> well, for the price that you were having to pay for, 
you know, it's one thing if that Mac, new MacBook was priced to sell at the you know a good price that was competitive, but when you're comparing the Mac, that new MacBook price plus the cost of that adapter, it was right at that base level of the MacBook Pro. Yep. Which is ridiculous because you know as well as I do the amount of processing power and capabilities that, that MacBook Pro has. I mean, that's a professional video editing, photo mm-hmm. editing, you know, piece of hardware that we use to, you know, upload our Instagram pics. But I mean, it's like... Well, I mean, you're exactly right because, like, I use my Mac Mini basically just because of the audio ins and outs to record the podcast. But all of the sure, editing, sure. the posting, all my photos, everything I do that requires anything beyond, like, pulling up a web page or checking Twitter... I do on the MacBook Pro because it's so much faster. And the, right. the irony about it is the processor is not that not that much faster. But I, I guess because of the age of it and because of better components and because it's a pro model and the convenience of it, it just it, it ends up working better for me to do it that way. But, yeah, you're right. It's a pro machine. And I'm probably not using it until it's full p- potential, but it's really nice to have. And yeah. and when I go to replace the Mac Mini, which is going to have to happen eventually, like I don't want to have to buy a Mac Pro. Those things are insanely expensive. So I would much rather right. an iMac work for me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, you did not talk about uh, the new Mario game. I did not talk about, what is it called? Mario Run? What's it called? I can't even remember. I'm going to have to pull it up now. Mario. Super, Super Mario, Mario Run. Run Mar- um, Super and Mario they Run. did. I, I don't like that they did this. Apparently they did this with some other game too that I, I don't remember. But like it's actually in the app store, but you can't buy it. It just says notify. And you can like look at the yes. screenshots, but only thing you can do is tell <laughs> them that you want to know when it comes out. Fooled you. So uh, there's still some question about what the pricing is going to be and how that's going to work. Apparently... From what I've heard, and this is like second, third hand, so I don't know how true this is. From what I heard, Nintendo doesn't want people to be able to buy this and their whole family to be able to get it through, um, you know, what is it? The the iTunes family account, whatever it's called. So they, okay. they were thinking about doing it where it's free, but then to actually play it, you have to do an in-app purchase because in-app huh. purchases don't restore that way over family accounts, which I think would be really shitty if they did that. But we'll see. Yeah, so, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't do that, but we'll see. But, I mean, it looks fun, but it's certainly not the Nintendo game I'd like no, to have. It's, it's no, it's not what you thought when you saw Mario and you were like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yeah, and I thought, oh, we're going to get Mario. We're going to get, I mean, you know. It's a, it's a step into a much larger world. It's a very small step, though. It's it's not what we were no. hoping for that, you know, that we will be when we're playing uh, the new mini Nintendo that's still not available for pre-order. On I Amazon. check that thing every couple of days, even <laughs> though I have my email address in with Amazon to tell me when it's available. I still, right, check even it. though it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you could pre-order it the day before it comes out and still like get yeah. it right. I mean, it's like, I'll tell you one thing though. Speaking of pre-ordering, remind me never to pre-order a game again. Okay, a, a video, video game. game. 
Well, the one benefit is that you do get you got you get twenty percent off. Plus, there was there was you get twenty percent off. Plus, there was a price adjustment, so the game only ended up being like forty five bucks. But I could have saved that forty five bucks if I had read reviews True. before it came out. Anyway, so that I'm was, not going to that was not a that. good game. No, I'm talking about. Yeah. Are you are you done? Are you out uh, on the game? Probably. I'm gonna go back to Formula One. Mm. Mm. See, that's the problem when you have so many other good races. It's a shame. Games. It's it's a real hard hard life. So that's the Apple event. We got lots of new stuff that we kind of knew was coming, and a few things we didn't. And it was a typical Apple event. We still don't have new Macs, but hopefully, uh, I don't know if there's going to be another fall event. Maybe like for new iPads. I don't know. Yeah. I think the problem okay. with the new Macs is Intel's roadmap is all screwy. So they want to make sure that they can get enough of whatever processor they decide to put in there. So, yeah. That's the Apple event. There you go. So there, that's the Apple event. Glad you guys, uh, you know, you heard it here first. Um, we pre- appreciate you um, waiting uh, and, and listening. I, I know it's uh, this is where you get your information. So, yeah. All the breaking the fact, news. The fact that you wait and get that information from us, uh, it just it just means the world. So it does kind of make me make me. Uh, I regret it a little bit because all of our listeners waited to order their iPhones until we talked about them. <laughs> so you guys go ahead and order them. You now. go. It's it's fine. You're it's available for order. Yeah, um, you can probably have it sometime in October. <laughs> <laughs> for some of our listeners, that's probably what actually is going to happen. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, then stupid the Best Buy. Stupid Best Buy. What are you gonna do? You live, you learn. You know. Yeah, you do. We'll, we'll all be smarter people next fall with iPhone eight. iPhone eight. There you go. So, um, that's Apple event, and yeah. that's all we have in terms of our topics. Correct. That's all I've got. I don't so, have a pick tonight. Do you have a pick tonight? I do not have a pick tonight, but that's okay right. because we've got something better than picks. I've got a pick. I've got a pick. We've got my pick is what you're getting ready to hear. We've got the definitive <laughs> Art Ford interview. The art interview. It and, you is, know, nothing, it is done. nothing better to 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 add on to to encapsulate what it means for to, for us to be on the air for a hundred episodes than to interview one of our listeners, one one of our listeners that gave life to <laughs> to to the co-host. Mr. Art Ford, yeah. and yeah. and be available and for episode two hundred. Are we going to interview your mom? And be open. <laughs> I don't think she knows what a podcast is. <laughs> um, and be open and just be you know be ready to answer any question that was thrown his way. I mean, I think what you'll he hear really is was. just is just a guy that just came and he was just he, he had no expectations. You know, he just said, you know what, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be Art because yeah. that's my name. <laughs> and um and and I'm just going to I'm just going to come what may and, and I appreciate that you know I appreciate that what it takes to 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 come on to uh to such a well-known uh podcast that's that's yeah. really been um just just knocking it out of the park for for many many years um I mean far less far less great shows uh have lasted um 100 episodes than than us so it's true. It's true. So many garbage shows have lasted so much longer. <laughs> Very yeah. true. Very yeah. true. Like Gotham. 
<laughs> How many episodes is Gotham like? I don't know. We're going to find out right now. We're going to find out. We're going we're gonna to Google that. We're going to IMDb that. Uh, uh, yeah, I did the art interview, got, and even that was weeks ago now. 67 episodes for Gotham and counting. That's insanity. Uh, let me see. When did, I, when did I do the art interview? When did I do that? When did I do that? Uh, I did it and made it. Oh, my God. <laughs> September 8th uh, is when I uh, posted it in our secret spot for you to be able to hear it. There you um, go. Secret spot. So that has also been three weeks. But, uh, yeah, I sat down with Art here in Earcompod Studios, and uh, we talked about life and loves and underwear, and it was Blue, really good. Blue Bloods have been on for 140 episodes. I haven't seen a single episode of that. Is that Tom Selleck? It is. Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> My wife is obsessed with it. With Donnie Wahlberg? Oh, she loves Donnie Wahlberg. She's a huge Donnie Wahlberg fan. Wasn't he like the first Boston dead guy kid, in Sixth new kid Sense? on the block? Yeah, yeah. What? Wasn't he the first dead guy in Sixth Sense? Yes, he was. Uh, it was. It was so creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Um. So yeah, the the art interview is in the can. Um. It. How long was it? Like thirty minutes or so? I can't even remember now. Uh, yeah, about but, that. Oh, Alf went one hundred and three. Jesus Christ! So we they have made to keep going. Three episodes of that. Yeah. Wow. Um, Look at that, man. So, I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to say in preface of the art interview, or should we just roll it? Uh, I think we should just roll it, and uh, and then we'll come on the back end and give our thoughts. So, without further ado, here's art. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say something brilliant. Something brilliant. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you're comfortable? I'm comfortable. You're 100% sure you're comfortable? I'm 100% sure. Okay. You sound good. You sound excellent. You have a, a face for radio. <laughs> okay, so this is the much-promised interview with Art, my father. Say hello, Art. Hello out there, all you <laughs> faithful listeners. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's literally tens of people listening right now that tens of people tens of people yes. do you care to I, introduce yourself any further or just i'm art I, I, just i'm art <laughs> <laughs> one, one of one of the tens of one of the many many ones of listeners yes uh faithful listeners i do have a question for you is art your real name it is not my real name okay do you want to share your real name and your social security number and your blood type and all that? Because of the volume of listeners, <laughs> I don't think we should. Good idea. Good idea. Do you want to get right into the questions? Let's that get right into our, our many, many listeners have for you. Yes. I have quite a lot of questions, actually. There's, there's quite a few questions here. I have no idea what that means. Oh, you're in for it now, Art. Okay. Question the first. This is from Tim in Chesapeake. This kind of hits a little close to home, though. Uh, uh-oh. He wants to know, what was Nicholas going to be named if he was born with two X chromosomes? <laughs> Do you even remember? What was I going to be named if I was a girl? Oh, gosh. It's been too long. It's been too long. You want to make something up? Uh <laughs> Can we come back to that? We can. I, I'll I, let me you're gonna, think you're about it. You're going to table that. 
Let me think about it a little bit. Okay. We'll let I, you... I think it would have been Carrie Elizabeth. Wow. That's a, that's a great name for me. Thanks, Dad. You couldn't have just said I don't remember. That's great. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. We have three questions from, I don't know if you're familiar with this listener. His name is Randy in Ashboro. I am. You, are you familiar I am with him? Slightly familiar you, with like, that listener. Like meet him at one of our many like podcast meetups or uh, something. Yes. Or our live shows. Uh, yes. All, all of, of the above. Okay. Randy from Ashbury wants to know three questions. Question number one: If you could live in a hovel all alone, where would it be? It's a weird question. That is a weird question. But that's that's what he I would like. To, live, he and the rest of us would like to know. If I could live where? In a hovel all alone. All alone? Basically, if you could live by yourself somewhere, where would it be? It would probably be somewhere in the northwest corner of Smith County, Virginia. Wow. Smith with a Y. Smith with a Y. Yeah. That's right. That's a good name. Why? Just because you're from there? Because that's where I was born. Yeah. Good answer. Okay, this this one, I'm going to go slightly out of order, but um, this is a good question for you. What is your spirit animal? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- probably because of is my... Is it Scout? It's not Scout. Oh, okay. Probably because of my experience in working on a farm... It's probably a, a milk cow. <laughs> and we always called them by their number, like number 49. So what number would you be? <laughs> I, I guess I would be uh, one of one of my cousins Bobby's favorite was 49. So you'd be, be 49. Your spirit animal is dairy cow number 49. Dairy cow number 49. Good answer. <laughs> Okay, finally, Randy would like you to describe the different shovel types and their uses. Oh, my gosh. What kind of question is that? It's more of a, more of a quiz than, a, than an interview. Yeah, that is, that is like a quiz. Well, you get your, your square-shaped one. I've what got, do you use that for? I've got my square-shaped one because it's sharp. Uh-huh. And is used sharp, just like your son. It's just like both my sons. <laughs> um, it is um, because it's square and sharp, and it's an Ames shovel made in the USA. All right, made in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it'll cut it'll cut roots. It'll it's got the right volume. It's just, it's just a perfect shovel. Will it dig into Chesterfield County clay? Nothing will dig into Chesterfield <laughs> County clay. That's a trick question. Nothing <laughs> digs into Chesterfield County clay. Are there any other shovel types you'd like to go through? Um, I've got a couple of round shovels. Uh-huh. One of them was a, a gift from a friend. One... <laughs> And one of them is one I've had since the dawn of time. <laughs> there. Did you I've have got, that shovel before or after you met Cal 49? 
Um, after. After, okay. Yeah, that was after. What do you think the final fate of Cal 49 was? Hamburger? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah, that was that was generally the f- the final fate. Do you think she was delicious? Probably. <laughs> um, it's not she something just like, I want to think did she, about. She had that like look in her eye, like I'm going to be really good on yeah, a bun I, with I'm, some ketchup and pickles. She did. Yeah. Um, she was probably thinking, you know, I'm not really producing the quantity of milk that I'm supposed to produce. I'm resigned to my fate. So I know I'm, you know, I'll soon be going on the truck. Yep. It happens. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, we've got a, a large conglomeration of questions from friend of the show, Katie in Chesapeake. I've heard that name on the, yeah. as, as, a, as a faithful listener, I've heard that she's name. Got, she's got a whole spectrum of questions for you. And this 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 podcast is only about an hour long, so we might not be able to to compile an entire list of answers for her, but we'll do our best. Okay. Okay. Question first: What are your top five desert island books? Do you understand the concept of desert island books? Like, if you're well, if you're on a desert island, you can only have five books. I I do now understand the question. Hmm. Okay. Top five. I'm not going to force you to come up with five, but um, I guess I would start with Ken Burns, Civil War, Shelby Foot, Ken Shelby, Ken, Ken, Ken Burns, Burns, Ken Burns the, is the, uh, the, yeah, the 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 film version, the film version, basically. Yeah, I would uh, Shelby Foot. Yeah, that would I, be a, that would be. As a side note, that, mm-hmm. that war took four years to fight, and I am approaching year seven of reading the books. <laughs> I, I I think I just made it under in four years. Yeah, one of the books remained on remained at sea for a number of months. Right, it was lost at sea for a while and then it, it was recovered. And and that is a well-traveled book. It it was well-traveled. It's in my nightstand right now. Right. Yeah. Uh any other books? That's actually three books. So that's three right there. So oh you just my. need two more. Those are long books too. They are indeed. Um how about how about uh no, I can't think of anything funny. How about Treasure Island? That's a great book. That's one of my favorites of all time. That's, that's and as a child, one of my favorite books of all time was Swiss Family Robinson. Which is, so, I've heard it's a great book. It's a pretty terrible attraction at Disney World, but it's a it, good book. Yeah, it is a. <laughs> it is really an awful attraction at Disney World, but it is a great book. And I read it as a child. Cool. And 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 I guess finally, maybe some some of the Mark <clears throat> some of Mark Twain's work along the lines of Huckleberry Finn. It's hard Tom to go wrong Sawyer. with Mark Twain. Yeah. Some to, to kind of round it out. Yeah, that's good. What about your top five <clears throat> Desert Island albums? Oh. <clears throat> That would that would be. You have to presume that your desert island has electricity a, and has a CD player and some speakers or headphones. Okay. 
I would certainly want something. I would certainly want something by the Rolling Stones. Any particular album? Probably. What about the collected works of Irrational Confidence podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that are you politely that, declining? Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe I not think, so politely declining. I think, uh, Maybe just flat out declining. Well. Somewhere in somewhere okay. in there you right. go. So which Rolling Stones album do you think? I know what my pick would be, but I don't want to know what your pick would be. Oh man. I guess the classic featuring satisfaction. Okay. The the one that I, I used to have the vinyl. Uh-huh. I don't remember the name of it. I don't it's really terrible, but I don't remember what album that was on. Yeah. You know. Uh, and back then, early, like, they would release they, things. I know they did this with the Beatles a lot, and I think they did it with the Stones, where they would release an official album in the UK, and then there would be a, a kind of altered release in the US. So it might not like translate one to one with yeah. like their official discography. But yeah, I would certainly. I would want some. I would want anything from Van Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's so many, so many albums that I enjoy. I mean, that's two already. Yeah, how about some, uh, you're into Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. No? Not uh, so much. Okay. Um, how about, um, <laughs> I can't think of anything else that's funny. Uh, what about and I don't I don't want to answer for you, but what about Paul Simon's Graceland? That is an obvious choice. That's one that we used to listen to that, in the car all the time. That is a that is one of my favorite albums. That's of, a great of album. all times. Yeah, yeah. Good album. Any other that you can think of? I'll put you on the spot. Uh, it, it it does. Um, I think I'd want to probably add um, uh, Legend. Yeah, good album. Bob Marley. Um, that's like, that's a weird album because it's it's kind of a compilation album. It's not like it, a release album. It is. But it's the one people most associate with him. It's kind of like Queen now. People think of the classic Queen and Queen's Greatest Hits. Yeah. Has like Queen albums, but they're not. They're like after the fact. And Legend was after the fact, but pe- but it, there's so many great songs on it that it's kind of like the de facto yeah. Bob Marley album. I like to hear them live, uh-huh. but that but that album because of the the number of tunes on it and the and there I, are a lot of tracks favorite. on that. It's a lot. And there's some live ones on there too. I yeah. Think. Um, how many, since, since this is the Irrational Confidence podcast, how many Pearl Jam albums do you own? I, you know, I don't is it, is know. Is it all of it's, them? Is it most of them? I, I've tried to accumulate all of them, but I, I may be one what, or two short. What is your favorite Pearl Jam song, Dad? <laughs> can't help you there. It's so many that you just can't so, pick, I right? Just, I'm just, yeah. I just can't think of any. Of them. Yeah, it's just, it's just. How do you pick among it's so a, many greats? That's right. Um, mm-hmm. 
what are your top five? This is the last top five question. What are your top five desert island movies? Oh, well, um, it's remarkable I, how many of the these three questions you and I, I would have the same answer for. I, yeah, it is scary. Of the obvious, the one of the obvious ones, of course, would be Treasure Island. But which version? Oh, the the early one, the the black and white. Yeah, was it nineteen thirties or forties or something? I don't even remember yeah. who else was in that movie. It's a good uh, movie, very good movie. My favorite version is the nineteen nineties uh, Christian Bale Charlton Heston one. Yes, that that one is that one also comes to mind. Um, another favorite would be the Bounty, the original. Or the uh, Mel Gibson one. I I like the Mel Gibson one. The Mel Gibson one's really good. Yeah. And that's um, is it Anthony Hopkins? Yes. Yeah. Good that, movie. That that would be my choice there. Um, and I you know I can't think of any others right now. I mean, there's there's so many good movies. How about? movies i can't i can't think of anything really funny <laughs> it is i'm not used to doing to talking for this podcast when it's daylight out yeah it's really really early in the morning for this podcast for it, me it is early i'm usually recording well after you know when the when the enon 916 comes through that's it, when it, i'm usually it, recording it usually falls somewhere in the in, during the show yeah yeah exactly well, if you think of any more movies or anything, you feel free to interrupt me. Okay. All right. Katie in Chesapeake has one last question for you. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, boxers or briefs? <laughs> this is important. She needs to know. This is important. Yes, yeah, she needs to know. Boxer briefs. That is the only correct answer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As I've made the total switch. That is the the one and only correct answer. Yes. yes. Boxers or briefs? Yes, both. Boxer yes. briefs. <laughs> we won't go into why. No. Let's let's don't. Okay. Uh, now we have some questions from uh, a really good friend of the show, my co-host Brandon. Okay. Yeah. These are good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Most of these I'm have sure these to do, actually all of these have to do with your life at sea. Okay. <laughs> As you know, he's very interested in your life at sea. I, I, I've, I've, so I've heard. Yeah. You yeah. have to make sure you have your sea legs under you. Yeah. Okay. So what are your top cruise programs or attractions? I guess that would mean also like excursions and things like that. Mm, okay. Um, certainly, um, the zip line across the ocean at Labadee. That's insane. You're an insane person. That is, that is a lot of fun. I'll take your word for it. It's, it's from a 300 foot tower, uh, which some people get squirrely just climbing the tower, but I love height. I don't because I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I know that. Here's my but, question, dad. Okay. Why am I the only person in our family that's incredibly afraid of heights? I, Did you drop me when I was a I, kid? I don't think so. 
Although it could explain, it could have happened, some, and I don't could, remember it. It could explain some things. It could explain quite a lot. <laughs> like why I'm doing this right now. So the zip line, that's good. The zip line is a lot of fun. Um, being, I do in, have to say, I don't want to interrupt you too often, no, but I have to okay. say that particular zip line. Like people don't, I don't think people who haven't seen it who are listening to this understand oh. how insane that zip line is. It's very long. Yeah. It goes over the ocean. Correct. It goes over the ocean. And sometimes if a heavier person is out on the far line, <laughs> there's, there's, there's uh, five lines and they can actually their feet can actually brush the water as they approach the tower. <laughs> is there a weight limit? There is. Do, do they have like it, a scale or something? They, yes, they have a scale and you have to be under, I think, 300 pounds. I'm getting close. <laughs> okay. So that would be one of my favorites. Okay. And then to compare, Completely change gears. Um, one of my favorite locations had to be uh, Copenhagen. Ah, yes. Just just a, a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Really, really just a very special place. Cool. Um, so that's... How about, I mean, the, how about the Midnight Buffet? Is that your favorite? The Midnight Buffets. Oh, man. Indescribable. Are they actually at midnight? They are neither buffet nor, nor at midnight. midnight. <laughs> That's one of the things that the cruise lines have eliminated. Yeah, they don't do that. For the for the for those listeners that are non cruisers, that has been eliminated. Because it was dumb. It was it was really, really dumb expensive and dumb. Because you had just eaten dinner. And you're and just going to go look at food. You go look at food or take pictures of food. Yeah. It was completely and, wasteful and stupid. And it's very wasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of food. Yeah. On your various sea travels and adventures, what is the most food you've eaten at one meal? Oh, my goodness. Um, probably. Probably the traditional steak and potato uh-huh. and salad. And you had like like had, four of them. Like. It's uh, some work, maybe not quite that many, <laughs> but they will bring you as many. They'll as bring you as many want. as you want. Huh? And I, I, I ate a lot. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. It was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Let's just leave it. <laughs> okay, we've got we've got a very practical question next. Okay, how do you get out of the safety demo, the muster station? How do you get out of it? Yeah. Well, is that a trick question? Back in the back a long, long time ago, like sails and steam, you could you <laughs> could just kind of you could just kind of not show up. Uh huh. But all that's changed because they call the roll and they check your name off. Ah. Uh, and if you don't, if you don't, do attend, they come to your suite to give you the safety demo? No. They call you to the naughty room. Uh-oh. And you have to go and hear the presentation 
in a setting that's reserved for the folks that did not show up. You're red flagged for the rest of the trip. You are red flagged and you could possibly even be, your trip could be terminated. Uh Uh-oh. So So not a good idea. Not a good idea. Always go to the muster station. You must muster. You must muster. And be sure and take your ham and cheese with you. With you to the muster station. Yes. And a croissant if you prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and finally, what are your thoughts on cruising to Cuba? I guess would you do it? Would you like to do it? And would you like to go on a cigar rolling excursion? I've I've seen Anthony Zimmer go on a cigar. Oh, really? Excursion. He went to a barn where they had tobacco that had been there for like eight or nine years. Wow. And, and this was I knew in Cuba? it smelled incredibly oh, good. Oh, you know it did, yeah. And he got to watch the folks there roll by hand a cigar from start to finish. Uh-huh. And it was absolutely the the workmanship and the craft and the detail, attention to detail uh-huh. is is just beyond belief. So that I would enjoy. That that would be on my list of things to do. I I have read and I have heard that the island of Cuba, out in the countryside, is the most beautiful in all the Caribbean. So mm-hmm. hopefully one day I will get to go there. That would be really cool. I, I would go. I'd go. And I mean it's it's really beginning. It's 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 already beginning to open up quite a bit. It was just last week the first jet or was it JetBlue was the first flight in? Yes. And it was two Cuban American pilots flying. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Good yeah, story. Cool. Um okay. The listener question portion of this interview is over, but as you know with all of our interviews, we end with the questionnaire by the brilliant Bernard Pivot. Of course. Uh, so we will go through that portion of the questionnaire now. What is your favorite word? My favorite word. I I don't have a favorite word. At all? Nothing? Not at all. Okay. What is your least favorite word? <laughs> You're 0 for 1 so far. You, You're not scoring you, highly on this interview. Was, no. I'm not sure that we're going to take you on as a third host of this podcast. I, I would certainly hope not. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? My least favorite word. I, I don't know. I, That's my least favorite word too, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you don't have a favorite word. You don't have a least favorite word. No, not okay. really. You reserve. I really don't. Well, you know that's your right. Uh, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What I like to, what I always enjoy seeing, is people's creativity. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a book, a television show, a movie. A podcast. This I, this this podcast. Well, this one is Especially. right up there. Yeah. The, right up there in the 
top 5%. Would you easily. rank this podcast above This American Life? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I think most people would agree with that. Uh, yeah. Well, on the same lines, what turns you off? Mm. Let me think. I, I do we have to I, mark this down as another no answer? No, I don't want <laughs> to go down as a, as another no answer. Um. Rudeness. Hey, you know. I got to agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, I hate rudeness. Um, What is your favorite curse word? Oh, my God. (laughs) I I didn't write these questions. Bernard Pivot wrote these questions. I know. Do you know what my favorite curse word is? This is just for listener Randy from Ashborough. My favorite curse word is... Double bunny rat farts. Oh, I have heard, I've heard that one many times. Yeah. I I guess I just have to throw back to what my 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 uncle used to say and made him feel better if he could just say damn it. <laughs> he he was a Quaker. And so he Whoa. tried to keep it and he said damn it? And he said damn did it. Did he get excommunicated for that? I he didn't, but on Sunday mornings he did sleep over in the barn. <laughs> That was, so that, that was his punishment. So that, so that the folks that would come around and try to either convert him or bring him into the flock would not know where he was. <laughs> he would go over and sleep in the granary in the barn. Wow. Take a his Sunday nap. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of a train whistle. Nice. Yes. Good one. Like we hear here in uh, Enon. Here in downtown Enon. And downtown. You know, you wouldn't think that they would let those trains go through downtown Enon, but they do. They do. They come right on through here. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, boy. (laughs) The Irrational Confidence Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No. I love everything about this podcast. Yeah, you do. Of course. Especially Brandon. Yeah, well, yeah, that goes without saying. Um, I, I, I really don't like the sound of overly intoxicated women on the cruise ship when they start getting loud and start... <laughs> Giggling like <laughs> middle like, school girls, it's like uh, nails on the chalkboard for you. Pretty much nails on the chalkboard, yeah. Worse than fingernails on the Ugh. chalkboard, terrible. Yeah, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Now, your profession right now is none of the above, it's what right. you I'm, used to work, you used to have a job, right? I used to have a job. What was that job? That job was in operations. With boring Dominion Electric, <laughs> if if I if I could not do that, uh-huh. I would want to be a farmer. All right, not quite as lucrative, but but good not, answer. Not nearly as lucrative, but it doesn't matter. No, what profession would you not like to do? 
I would not like to do anything where you have to work at night. Okay. You used to do shift work, didn't you? For a long tw- time ago. For 12 years. Ugh. And I did not worst. like being up at night. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, and finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'd like, well, what he, what he's going to say is, what are you doing here? <laughs> what huh? I would like to hear him say is, hey, welcome. Good answer. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Never know. But we, uh, I would open up questions to our audience, but right now she's asleep on the floor. So we're not going to do that. I, but I, I don't think we should disturb her. Is there anything else you would like to tell the wonderful oh, listeners of Rational ten, Tens of listeners out many, there. Many, many, many millions of yeah. listeners. I think we have a Coke it, spot later on. It, it does put me on the spot, but I guess... I'll edit I, this out anyway. I, I, you know, as a proud papa, oh, I have to say oh, God. thanks to all those listeners out there. <laughs> For their their continued support for, the, for this for this this marvelous endeavor, especially that monetary was support. born some years ago, and no one ever thought it would reach one hundred. No, as has. a matter of fact, there is a well publicized bet amongst the wives of the host that it would last four episodes. Well, four. Well, I guess they were wrong. They, they were wrong. It's 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 the one one of the few times that we can honestly say they were wrong. <laughs> it may be the only. It may be the but only. But we're going to harp on it until the day we die. <laughs> we will never, never let them forget. forget. Never, never let them forget. Never. Well, thank you for coming on episode one hundred. Can we have you on for episode two hundred? You can count on it. Will you have better answers? You, I would certainly hope so. <laughs> oh. right. Okay. And that was art. Man. That was art unfiltered. That was that was some interview, Nicholas. Ooh. I mean, the, the skills that you brought to the table. To, you know, to, I've been doing this for a long time. Oh, man. To, to bring out some of the answers. Um, I took a few notes. Did you? Okay. Uh, inter- some interesting things uh, coming out of that interview. Uh-huh. Uh, not the least of which that you were going to be a carry. I know, right? Isn't carry that just Ford. Disturbing? Carry Ford. It's <sighs> wow. so disturbing. Wow. Do you think yeah. I would have been a carry? Like totally Sissy missed an Spacek opportunity. Was a, was a carry? Did what? Yeah. Do you think I would have been like Sissy Spacek? Yes. Like supernatural yeah. powers. Yes, exactly. Um, Wait missed, a second! Missed missed a lifetime opportunity to say "Carry on, my wayward Ford." I mean, that's just that would have been awesome. That would have been yeah. your song. That would have been your song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. That would have been great. No. no. Um. I I also uh love the fact that he was repping our new sponsor, Ames Shovels. That's true. Like I don't. E- I didn't even tell him that we were bringing them on. Like I mean, he, well, it was still kind of we hadn't really. It wasn't, fi- it wasn't official. Yeah, we were in final negotiations, and then once you know they heard the interview, and they were like, "Oh my god, you really do like aim shovels." Yeah, you know? yeah. And then so, it was a lock. 
Yeah, and then they're like, "Sure, we'd love we'd love to partner with you on all our shovel shoveling I, techniques." N- I not only did I not had I not heard of Ames shovels, I didn't know they had enough money to send us that enormous check they sent us. There you go. Well, and what I was really happy about was that the the initial file that you sent them uh, stopped after the Ames uh, shovel discussion, and so they were not able to hear the the ensuing discussion about eating spirit animals. Which probably <laughs> probably would have turned them off from sending that big check. It very well may have. That's why you know you know you want to do some creative mm-hmm. uh, editing sometimes. Okay, you're like, yeah, maybe I'm going to leave this out. I'll just tell them it's part two. Yeah, uh, episode one hundred and one where we talk about eating our spirit animals. Yeah, um, that thing just it just got a little weird. It got it got kind of weird in the ear. It part. did. So, just throwing it out there. Um, I loved uh, the music discussion. Like, man, Art got some great taste in music. Art Ford, he really does. Like, not Van, even joking. He really Van does. Morris, Van Morrison. He was repping. He was repping the Bob Marley legend, which you yep. know is one of my all-time faves. Uh, I, the I man was loving is, the it. The man has good taste. Yeah, not not. You know, he, he didn't know enough Pearl Jam, but that's okay. You know, we're not all perfect. Well, I think that was a case of he was just, you know, overwhelmed by their by their entire catalog. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's like being asked, what are your top five Desert Island books? Like, seriously, who, who was that? Was that was that the librarian that, answered, that asked that question? I think it was the librarian. Like, you yeah. literally give me a book. Like, do I need five books on the island? Well, you know, librarians, they're completists. <laughs> Oh, man. So um, that was nice. Uh, I thought it was interesting that he um, was like super pro zipline. Like, oh, I would not, yeah. I would not have thought, thought that Art was in the pro zipline camp. Right. Like he is like a pro zipliner. Yeah, just <laughs> I said that. So um, crazy. Like Art Ford zipline extraordinaire. Yeah, I know. Right. Is, is Lu, does Luann zipline? I think Luann has ziplined. I don't okay. think she actively ziplines. Well, so what? So does he go off and like do his own art, arty, arty kind of things? I think he uh, must. Does he say like, okay, time it's zipline time? Time for yeah, <laughs> it's zipline time. Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's art time. When, you when, know what when, that means. When the ship docks, he's yep. like, he just like rips open the the cabin door and is like, he's, it's zipline time. He's already time. lined up <laughs> with his harness on. He brings his own harness because you know That's all sad. pro zipliners do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is like bowlers. He's got his own ball. Yeah, exactly. He's got it in a case in a in a in one of those a, like padded cases. It's an it's it's got his initial. It's got it's in monogrammed. It just says art. Art. A F F. Yeah, that's right. Hey, wait a second. His actual initials <laughs> would be A L F. Alf, nice. Yeah, so they really would be. So you just got to think of what you're going to monogram for him for Christmas. There you I go. Th- I just gave you his Christmas present. I'm going to monogram everything for him. For get Christmas. get him a zipline. Give him a zipline bag for Christmas. I'm doing it. Did I, I don't know if they make such a thing, but I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> Etsy has everything, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it'll, it'll be a vintage reclaimed. And it's great. Bag. You, I mean, Etsy's your wheelhouse. You can do it. You can do it right from the phone, and you don't even have to talk to anybody. I wish I could do it from my watch. Ah, if that if that's that's the limiting factor, huh? If you could do an Etsy purchase from your watch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd be convinced at that. Not point. yet, not yet, not yet, but soon. It's on Johnny Ives' wish list. It is. I bet it is. He's an Etsy fan. Yep. 
Um, so what else did I love about it? Oh, he seems like he's very pro-Cuba. Like, he's like a huge Castro apologist. He's a Castro apologist. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I gleaned from the from the last like ten minutes. Like it was so much pro Castro propaganda. I know, right? I mean, it was just like it was just like slapping me in the face. Like, <laughs> he, he, you would not believe his take on the Cuban Missile Crisis. It's really disturbing. Oh man, I was like, whoa, man! Like just shoving the Cuba down our throats. Know, right. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that was a great interview. Do you have any takeaways from from the art interview? Uh, no. Uh, thank you to Art for <laughs> doing it. Thanks. It was thanks. it was enjoyable. Yes, Art. You thank you. You are uh, you are a good sport. You are a good listener, and you are a good dad. Um, all of those things are true. All of those things are true. Although I did, you know, I don't know if it was just him being like if he has that kind of personality, but I did feel a few times during the podcast, he was maybe being a little condescending toward Earcom pod. Like maybe it's not the best podcast in the history of the world. Like he had maybe just, just kidding. Like, like maybe there's more than 15 listeners. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I got a little sense. I don't know. Is that maybe my own Island? Am I on a desert? Am I on a deserted <laughs> Island? <laughs> maybe maybe it's a, a little bit of paranoia. Oh, okay. Is that it? Maybe I'm maybe I just have like self-esteem issues. <laughs> That's what it is. You have self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. Even after 100 episodes, I still don't feel it's good enough. You know, once we get to like 500 or 1000, I think you'll be fine. Oh, okay. Excellent. Can't wait for that day. Yeah. Uh, so that's our show. Yeah. That's our 100th show. What a show. Get hype. Way to 100. go, Nicholas. Congrats on taking this ride. I can't believe we did this. We did it. And it only took us almost four years. Christ on a cracker. That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you wouldn't be on death's door or go to Disney or do all those things. Well, you know what? I'm going to stop doing those things. <laughs> Probably because it's really expensive. <laughs> it's really expensive. And I don't like having the plague. That's true. Plagues are bad. When you go to the happiest place on earth and five million other people go there too. You end up with the plague. You end up with the plague. Yeah. At least yeah. you didn't at least you didn't get Zika. I did not get I mean, Zika. Let's, let's look on the bright side. Yeah, as far as I know. Oh, okay. I mean I'm not pregnant, so Wow. Or you may become Sorry. pregnant? Too soon. Oh. Uh no, uh I don't think I will. <laughs> You have to be having sex to get I pregnant. Did, I did. <laughs> I was a big fan of Alienation when it was on. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop I like that show. Stop it. Stop it. There's people are creepy. Their their fucking heads are creep creeptastic. They were really creepy. Creep city. Super creepy show. Okay. One hundred. That's our show. In the books. One hundred's gone. One hundred is done. We'll be back for some more fun in episode one oh one. Yeah, season two Four. starts next week. It is season two. We did a hundred episodes in the first season. Yeah, we got it's, re- like, it's like one of those sitcoms from the sixties. We got a renewal. So episode one hundred and one presented by Ames Shovels. Um, yeah. Ames Shovels, where the best shovels are made. I don't. I don't know what else. Uh, what? I don't what? Know. Do they, do what can? Tagline? Well, what can be said about Ames Shovels that hasn't already been said? That's you make an excellent point. That's what I'm saying. They were established in 1774. Oh, yeah? Yeah. According to their website. That was a long time ago. I may have sent you a link. Okay. Did you send me a link? I didn't get it. I don't know. I sent you a link. All I got to know is it's AIMS. Tools for landscapes and gardens around the home. Garden around the home. So there you go. Yep. 
So for for Amy, just like America, we're still working every day to build the next great wonder. There you go. Excellent. Good for you. So for Nicholas, for Ames Shovels, for Alf, who went 103 episodes, this is Brandon. <laughs> Have an A1 day. See you at 101. Thanks for thanks for taking this journey with us, listeners. We'll be back with another wonderful episode. Again, presented by Ames Shovels. 